Okay. So I decided that I wanted to share my story, myself, with someone who will listen, <laughs> with someone who will listen, because I need to tell my testimony. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's not a very good story, though. It depends on who's looking at it. From where I'm sitting, it is, like I said at first, it's a, it's, a, it's a story that needs to be done, and I'm rewriting another one, but I realized that there is something interesting about it. It can't be salvaged, no. I can't take that book out of the fire and try to read the pages. It's already burned. But my recollections, like if I recall, <laughs> my recollections of it is, you know, I was just this young girl who all my life I just wanted to be successful. I wanted to see the world, roam the world, save the world, change the world. Can I change the world? But I didn't know what I wanted to change it into. I didn't know what I wanted to save it from, you know. you just, just young, youthful, and it's just like... Going through everything you go through, you realize the world just needs a makeover. This can't be the world. This is not how the world is. Even though you don't even know the world. All you know is like your neighborhood, your community, your friends, your family. What you watch on TV, what you hear from others. That's all you know of the world. And um, it installed this fear, this darkness, this chaos, this turbulence, this rejection, this... There's something that I didn't like. And I wanted to, I thought that that was the world. I thought the world was what I heard and what I saw and what I felt and how I was treated and even my own behavior. You know, when you start, they say you become what you hang around. And they're saying the only time I could be myself or fully display who I am is when I am alone the only thing about that is no one can see who you are because you are alone <laughs> but those are the most beautiful moments those are the most inspiring moments those are the most joyful cheerful ambitious strong moments like it's almost like everybody can think and like feel like it's just over for you or it's just sad or it's just miserable because, you know, ultimately, if you are a loner, people know that you are alone. So for some reason, they feel like if you are alone, it is cold and hard or, or something. It's not like anyone would reach out. But it's not like they're showing any signs of <laughs> empathy regardless of why you are alone they can very well feel that it's your fault they can very well feel you deserve it but does it matter you will leave a person alone like that some people say you need to be alone so then i didn't say okay i need to be alone i deserve to be alone i create this template of aloneness because i have been 
left alone. I have been rejected. I have been downtrodden. And it can go either way. It could be my fault. It could be that person's um, unwillingness to love me <laughs> unconditionally or unwillingness to accept me. Or it could just be because I am whatever they perceive. But when you are alone, you see that you are totally not the character you displayed. You're not the attitude you felt is something that is installed in you. I mean, when you realize that the things that you have gone through in your life have created a template, a mindset, the things you have heard have allowed you to feel a certain way about yourself, the things you have seen have allowed you to demonstrate a certain behavior because it was installed in you. Think about it. When children are young, they are not afraid. They are so wild and free-spirited and yes, they make mistakes and they're careless, but that's because they don't have that level of fear yet, which is a beautiful thing. That makes them courageous. They don't know that if they like get on stage, they don't know in that moment that they're going to be booed or somebody's going to speak bad about them. That has to be installed in them. Either by their friends or their parents or neighbors. And so when that is installed in you, whether at a young age, whether teenage or in your 20s, whatever age, it stays for a while until you can get that alone time or that healing or that that insight within yourself to realize that you can take every bit of what was said about you, every bit of what you heard, every bit of what you saw, every bit of what you did. You can't accept that it happened, but you don't have to continue to live that way. You can take that away from your mindset, from your personality. It doesn't have to be you forever. And what I've learned is it probably was not ever you. We start to become our surroundings. If our surroundings are toxic or heavy or negative or mean-spirited or just downright rejectful, we become that way. We start rejecting ourselves. We reject everybody because that is what we were taught. That was installed in us. And it can be installed in you from years ago or it can be installed in you today. That's why they say, be careful who you listen to. And sometimes we feel like listening to someone is because they have good advice or because they've been there or just because we love them. So we listen. You know, not to say we don't have our own minds, but it's just we listen and we feel like wanting to prove ourselves to that person. Which makes it so much worse. Why are you proving yourself? You're only going to prove them right. You're only going to prove them right if you try to prove yourself. That's the point of it. But throughout my journey, throughout my life, I have been learning. Even though I have been... Back and forth through 
everything through the lion's den, the belly of the well, the fiery furnace. In the middle of a storm, I have been everywhere. It didn't matter. I started developing these personalities because I was there. Because I was there. Because I had been in that experience. But when I got alone, I started to realize who I was. And I realized that those experiences were not there to were not in my life for me to become the experience. We are not to become the experience. We're to overcome the experience. We're not to let it bring us down. We're to allow it to build us. To build us. It's not to set us back. It's to shape us. But if we get so, if we don't have that alone time, to break away from it. To understand why it happened. And not even why. Just understand the lesson behind it. Understand how you could have done better. Because no matter what situation you are in, it's not up to that person to do better by you. To treat you with more respect. To honor you more. Even if you do it for them. Even if you don't, it's for you to be better with yourself, to understand yourself, to honor yourself. So you need that alone time. But in that alone time, like you get your rest, you take care of yourself, you spoil yourself, you pamper yourself. But don't forget to understand yourself. To thine own self be true. Understand those situations and what it did to you without allowing it to become you. Because the situation might have made you sad, but you don't have to be a sad individual. The situation might have hurt you, but you don't have to be a hurt individual. It might have embarrassed you, but you don't have to be an embarrassing individual. You do not have to be embarrassed for the rest of your life. And understand that even in that alone time, you are allowing yourself room to grow. And heal from that. So you don't go back to it. So you don't become that. And staying around it around it too long allows you to become that. And in that moment, you feel you may feel validated because you have become that. You may feel like you're accepted. You may even feel like you belong for a minute. You may feel like you can do that and be there forever. You may feel that way until, until that moment happens when you realize this is not me. I don't want to play a part in this environment or this lifestyle or this surrounding anymore. Because I do not belong. It is okay not to belong in one place because it means you belong in another. It is a courageous act. It is a, a, a strength, a sense of resiliency to say, I do not belong here. You don't have to say I'm not good enough to be here. For a long time, I felt like I wasn't good enough to be in certain places. I'm not good enough to be here. I'm not worthy. It's people I don't feel worthy to be in their presence. Like, literally. And that is sad. 
And but that is the frame of mind that has been installed in me. And I'm like, it's not that I'm not worthy to be in their presence. I just belong somewhere else. I belong somewhere else. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for now, I'm going to give my alone time so that I can completely and fully heal and rejuvenate and energize myself so that when I go to the next place or the next situation or the next career or the next friendship, I'm not taking those feelings, those emotions, that mentality, that installment, that program with me. I don't want to. I have to make room in my mind. I have to make room in my heart for something new. I have to make room in my soul for something new. How do you do that? You clear it out in your long time. So beautiful, but just don't get in a long time and feel so much shame and pity and regret for what was not for you. They say everything happens for a reason. They say things happen in your life to teach you a lesson. For you to grow. So don't feel bad about the long time. Be thankful for it. Even they say man's rejection is God's protection. God set you aside. Well, you're going to have to sit this one out. (laughs) Just to heal, just to grow. Just to spend time with him. It's not a punishment. It's a retreat. It's not like God is taking away anything from you. He's preparing you to give you something more. He's preparing room for more. So whatever has left or is not in your life anymore, it's not a punishment. It's not like you did anything. He wants to give you room for more. It's like we pray for things. Right? So God has to make room for those things to come into our lives. It cannot just come into your life because you want it and you got so much other stuff. No. It would be too much, but he did say, I'll pour you out a blessing. You won't have room to receive. Yes, that is true. But it's only going to happen in that alone time. Because blessings, like I said, is not just money. It's peace of mind. Some people, some people try for peace of mind. Some people find it hard to have peace of mind. Even I do sometimes. That's a blessing. That's a gift. That's not. That's something I do not take for granted. Because I know how my mind goes and goes. So those blessings are not just monetary. It's peace of mind. It's joy. It's purity. Um, it's strength. It's resilience. It's confidence. It's just that allure. That demeanor of. I am here. That demeanor of I belong. That demeanor of I matter. That demeanor of I am somebody. That demeanor of, I can live proudly, boldly. I can honor my dreams. It's just, it's that feeling. It's that feeling of being alive. It's that feeling of life after death. It's that feeling of having a second Chance, you know, God gives us so many chances when we make when we make mistakes. But when we get in that alone time, we really see what it means to have a second chance. 
in life and relationships. And I don't mean, I mean when all of the old is gone. The memories, the feelings, the people, nobody there. So don't fret in the alone time. And don't feel like you have to go backwards. Don't feel like someone has to call or you have to go see them. No guilt tripping. Don't fret. I said, if you if you are in your alone time long enough, God will send the people to you. You just walk out your door one day and it'll be a new person right there. Like, hey, and like they know you and you guys just connect for no reason because you had your alone time. So anything that comes into your life now, you're prepared to deal with it. You're prepared to appreciate it. You're prepared to honor it. You're prepared to receive it because you had that alone time. When nothing was coming in and nothing was going out, you were just structured handling business. And you learned, you learned that I can just get up from here. And move on. But you only learn that in your alone time. If you don't spend that time alone, you're going to keep going through. It's like a revolving door. People who don't have that alone time, it's just a revolving door. I know firsthand, I just was a revolving door. And I would have that alone time. I would. But I still would go back to the revolving door. Wonder why? Because of guilt trips. Because I wanted to prove myself because I still wasn't out of the, the programming of it. Still wasn't realizing that all this stuff that was installed in me from childhood, from teenage, from this situation, that situation, this person, that person, from my own identity crisis, that did not have to be me. That doesn't have to be me. And when you grow and change, people are going to be like, that's not you. Well, why did you change? Or why did you? That has nothing to do with you. Nothing. If anything, it's a testimony to God. Because we have to. And it's not even change. It's a growth that has to take place. That alleviates the feeling stagnant and the feeling alone. When you grow. When you grow, you know you're not alone. You were never alone. You were rejuvenating. You were getting that rest. Because God was trying to allow something new in your life. And he had to allow you to completely shut down. It's like a computer. And when it had too much information, too much downloads, too many apps, or a phone, too many, and it just crashes. Now, the only way for you to get it back activated is to delete everything out of your phone or your computer. You got to completely reboot it. That means everything has to go. And when that happens... It's all new everything. All new everything. So yes, it's a crash and burn. It is. Don't feel bad. Most people don't like the crash and the burn. Most people don't. But I tell you the only thing that can happen when you get a crash and a burn. You either buy a new computer, new phone, new laptop, or you completely delete everything that was in there and reboot it from the ground up. And it will take time and it will take you forever to download all those apps you had. But even still, once you start going through your app or your Google Play Store, I don't know why I'm using that, but you'll see that there's new apps that you didn't even know about. Because you're going to type in that same app and it's going to say uh, related apps, similar apps. You're going to see an advanced app. You're like, wait, I didn't know this one was there because you were still holding on to the old one. So... Like God had to allow you to completely crash. 
and shut down so that he can rebuild you from the ground up with new information. So this is the new you, the regenerated you. Because now everything is new, even if it's a new phone, new. even if you don't completely reboot, you just get a new phone, a new system, it's still new. So it's new. It has to be that way. But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I mean, just smile. Be thankful. And just go day by day. If it's a new day, that means you don't know what's going to happen. But it also means you can guarantee that the stuff that used to happen is not going to happen anymore. Because it's a new day. When they say it's a new day, they say it's a new day for a reason. The only thing you have to do is make sure that you don't develop that old mentality again, that old programming, that guilt tripping. It's not worth it. It's not worth their life. It isn't. So, that's what I want to say tonight. <laughs> and that's a message to myself as well. So, I mean, at the end of the day, wishing you peace, love, and joy. <laughs>